0: Hey everyone, it's the 12 Days of Misfits. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is day nine, it is Tuesday, so this one's a little bit longer and we get to have the fun... Of pulling it out of my stocking yeah
1: these ones are a little bit more
0: dangerous Th- this one is, this is
1: also how i also got the bonus points last time. this was so we'll how you got the bonus see. points so
0: you might be if able that works to my favor or i go way back further down so today we are reading the chapter hosea chapter three this is the full chapter right this, this is the is full a chapter bit more meat to it and actually it that's not the reason we're reading the full chapter and you'll see that once i actually can get this pulled up since i cannot seem to navigate at all today there we go. Wow, I turned right to it. I also like that with your Bible here that there's highlighted
1: parts. So I, I do yes. try to to look at that. Not that it was specifically highlighted. No, it was highlighted Christmas, way
0: before we decided to do this. But
1: I'm like, that's where I'm going to...
0: So the reason we're doing the whole chapter is because the whole chapter is only five verses. It is hard to see. It is hard to see. These lights are messing with the, uh, the way that the verse numbers are. So this is Hosea chapter 3. Now Hosea is a minor prophet... And you do need a little bit of context to even be able to begin to try to figure this out. So chapter 1, verse 2 is one that I jokingly did actually for a health cur- Christian health curriculum I wrote for a high school class. Now, Brandon has not done – I don't know. Have you ever read the book of Hosea before that you I, remember? Again, parts, but it hasn't been probably right. all the way through even though. So
1: read, read verse 2 real quick. This sets up the stage. All right, Hosea 1, chapter 1, verses 2. When the Lord first spoke to Hosea, he said to him, Go and marry a promiscuous wife and have children of promiscu- promiscuity, for the land is committing blatant acts of promiscuity by abandoning the Lord.
0: Now, that was the joking theme verse I did for a Christian health curriculum, was the Lord commands you to go marry a promiscuous wife.
1: At least it was a Christian class. Yes. The, they pu- were, the public schools yes. would have...
0: The The parents were not too sure after they read it until they realized that I was just seeing if they were actually going to read the syllabus that I sent home for them to sign. So, Hosea goes and marries Gomer, who is a prostitute. They have three kids. They name them weird names because, you know, God always has the prophets that have children name them weird names to prove a point. And then in chapter 2... Hosea is throwing a huge huge fit and rightfully so because Gomer has left him and gone back to being a prostitute and left him with the three kids. And so Hosea is going off telling the kids your mother is, you know, your mother is a prostitute. Don't be like her. Don't even associate yourselves with her. Don't even call her your children. He goes off 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 until he realizes in verse 14 that this is not actually about him and Gomer. This is about how the nation of Israel has treated God. This has all been a setup for God to make a point. Now, chapter three. This is where we're getting into the actual part. I want you to start trying to figure out because <laughs> you needed the context. Yeah, in order so I, to understand yeah. Otherwise, I would have
1: been like an Esther and yes. done a goose. Well,
0: egg. Es- Esther, you at least knew the context yeah. beforehand. Yeah. So this is chapter three. Then the Lord said to me, go again and show love to a woman who is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Just as the Lord loves all the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love raisin cakes. Raisin cakes were typically only done in a way of worshiping of Baal and Asherah. That's the context there.
1: Not raisin canes.
0: Not raisin canes and not like the little Debbie raisin cakes. (laughs) These are like, these are an act of pagan worship. And so, verse two. So I bought her for fifteen shekels of silver and five bushels of barley. And I said to her, "You must live with me many days. Don't be promiscuous or belong to any man, and I will act in the same way towards you. For the Israelites must live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or household idols. Then afterward, the people of Israel return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come with awe to the Lord and to His goodness in the last days." Eschaton. We're just going to keep throwing that in every time we read Last Days. There we go. So, how Ugh. does Chapter 3 fit into the Christmas story?
1: Man, this one is hard, too. That's, that's why, why we're doing it your, on Tuesday. And that's why it was in your stocking. Yes.
0: Um,
1: whew. Yeah, this is tough. And the only thing that's help, helping me at all is the title of Chapter 3, Waiting for Restoration. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: Well, that, that gives you a little hint. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, and that towards the end, uh, just the longing for a new king. For the Israelites must live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice. And then afterwards, the people of Israel will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come with... All in Lord to the goodness of the last days. Yeah, so the only thing I'm again pulling at is just longing for
0: the king to return. And specifically which king? King King David. Which we know what they're what God's really saying here is you're longing for Jesus, is the, who is David's heir. Yes. Right? Yeah. That 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 is the one section in here that actually mentions Jesus explicitly. But that is not actually where we see the Christmas story. Because the Christmas story is about the fact that we don't have to wait anymore. Mm. Right? I yes. mean, that, that's the whole, whole point. Now, Advent is the waiting period. So this this section works good for Advent. Okay. And you do have a good understanding of that section. But go back to verse 2. Read that again. All right. So verse
1: two we have. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and five bushels of barley. So it was so, bought, bought with a price. Bought with a price.
0: <laughs> and this is, where, this is where we need to actually start breaking down a little bit more, which is why we're doing this on Tuesday. By Jewish law, what happens to an adulterer?
1: Just the female.
0: Well, in in general. Actually, it's not just the female by Jewish law. It's actually supposed to be both. But Hosea has not committed adultery. Gomer has committed adultery here. So what, by law, is Hosea's right here? He should be able to have her what? Stoned. Stoned to death. Mm -hmm. And if this is going on, in context, we understand this is probably going on in a market setting, a public setting, which is where the stoning is supposed to be going on. So Gomer should be probably she sees Hosea show up at the market. She's left him probably for a few months if we're going context-wise from the amount of grief that we see in Chapter 2.
1: I think I'm getting it.
0: You think you're getting it? Yeah. And so she sees Hosea show up. She's probably now shaking her boots because, okay, here comes the first stone. Everybody, there is not even need for a trial. Everybody knows what she's been up to because she's been with probably just about everybody in that market. If they're there, they're there to potentially buy her. On top of that, by Jewish law, if Hosea is married to Gomer, if Gomer is his wife, does Hosea actually have a, any need to make a payment here to take her home
1: no because he's already the rightful owner well owner husband yeah owner isn't this is one of those things you know
0: we uh those of you that you know go back go check out bless up podcast go check out any of the things rachel hunka does because she lays it out much better than we will you know jewish law is kind of weird because it is ancient eastern in terms of the way that women are treated but at the same time, the provisions God puts in the law for women are way more than we normally give credit for. It's just the people never followed it. Mm. That's why Jesus has the whole cast the first stone theme with the woman is because by law, the men should be being up there as well, not just the woman, even though they aren't going to put themselves up there.
1: Yeah. And that's why I said that part about the adultery right. at first is like, well, maybe both sides are, but that's.
0: Right, and in, and in and in in modern day terms, we would say that Hosea probably would be an owner in terms of the fact he's already paid a wedding dowry. Mm-hmm. He does not need to buy her back. And on top of that, he doesn't owe her anything other than a stone to the head by law. But what does he do?
1: He decides to still buy her, again, with a... With the price, um, and then says in verse three, "You must live with me many days. Don't be promiscuous or belong to any man, and I will act the same way towards you." So, I almost think of it—not Christmas-related, but almost the woman at the well of like, "Go and sin no more." Like, I don't condemn you, whereas everybody else, again, "Go and sin no more," and I will kind of do the same thing.
0: Well, and that—that that is part of it, but I'm also because good. he says the "Go and sin no more." Yeah. However more than that he then also offers a new promise to her a new covenant it's a new covenant on top of the one that they already had that she broke and hosea had kept and so what we see here is again somebody that has no deserving of anything grace mercy nothing but the person that is representation representating, representing, representing God in this this image of what we' what God is showing through his prophet here, goes to her to find her.
1: Hmm.
0: He goes to the place that she is at in a public place, humbling himself, and then he goes and he makes the purchase that is not needed. And unnecessary, and he doesn't even owe. And then when he brings her back, he offers a new covenant of grace and mercy of equal representation. Even though if, Hose, if Gomer runs off, the likelihood that Hosea is going to just cut her off is probably not likely. Because at this point, Hosea actually gets what he's doing here. Yeah. This is much more than just I'm going to buy back my wife that ran off. This is I'm going to buy back my wife and show her the same grace that God is already showing me. Yeah, I was
1: where my where my head was going was that we were bought with a price. That's why I was kind of talking about that of we were made in Christ's image and that we're His creation, and so that kind of thinking that. Not that he owns us in a way, because there's that, that love is is what sep is kind of the differentiator here, um, but that he didn't really have to do anything. Like we should he shouldn't have to do anything extra to show us love. But again, as we read before, but God, rich in mercy and loving, decided to give his son to take on the weight and sin of the world as that gift, as the price to pay death on the cross but then raise again exactly and and
0: that's that's the full circle beyond just the picture of how this fits into christmas into why christmas actually matters you know the the story of christmas is not just the story of the nativity the story of christmas is the beginning of the story for easter you know they're they're not just they're not two separate events in jesus's life It's a full picture of what God is actually doing in the Gospels and beyond Mm -hmm. and before, which is why we're reading this in Hosea and we read it in Genesis and we read it in Esther and Daniel and I think there's a couple more Old Testament in there cuz I love the Old Testament prophets <laughs> especially when I get to watch your head spin trying to figure out what they're saying because without context it's a little bit harder. Yeah,
1: that's why I don't think I deserve any points on this. Oh no, was, you get a half. I get a half. Get a half. I was like at I was least, head yeah. scratching at the beginning you, and then you as you explained it. more yes. I was I was catching up but Yeah,
0: and you got more of, you know, the second half of this which is much more of the actual prophecy that Hosea gives from this event is this idea of where, and this is where the title, The Waiting for Restoration is coming from. Because the Israelites are going to have to go a long time. No king, no prince, no sacrifice. I mean, the, not just the daily sacrifice, this is the yearly propitiation sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There's no, no altars, no pillars. The ephod is the thing that the priest wears. There's no ephod anymore. There's no way for them to be able to feel like God is still with them unless they understand what their covenant actually is. And so they are longing for the return of David, their king. And we know that David returns in the form of Jesus, who is God himself. Because David was the great king that unified Israel and that set them on a path that should have led them towards being the people that God intended them to be. Even though his children didn't live up to their end of it. Mm-hmm. They ran off to the Asher poles. They ran off to Baal. They ran off to get the raisin cakes. And now God is calling them back home and willing to pay the price for them so yeah. i think we're up to what you're now at like what seven, six. Six? No, Oh wait yeah. no
1: six and a half yeah, yeah you're six at six and, and a, a half, half out
0: of nine so we're we're slowly getting yeah. there. As long as you get half credit tomorrow, you're at seventy percent.
1: So we're still in C range. I, I still want you to go anytime you preach any more of these in public. You need to
0: start filming the reaction of either your students <laughs> I didn't or do, the congregation. I didn't do this one during Christmas time. Oh, this it, one it was I just did for that class. Yeah, that class I did that one verse to see if the parents were actually reading the syllabus when they were signing it and not just signing it. <laughs> and then uh, I did preach Hosea one summer. Um, and I also did Hosea with a youth group um, for you know our, our our Sunday school lessons one year, but I did not preach this for for Christmas. <laughs> Ephesians I preached for Christmas. Daniel chapter two I preached for Christmas, but I have not done. I didn't do uh, didn't do Hosea. That that one I would not have done for Christmas. No. So anyway, it is Tuesday. So. Be sure to go check the website. I think by ne- this airs, I may have actually gotten the website updated with the twelve days of misfit stuff. We had some health related issues the past week or so, so the website has been taking a back seat. Um, we do also still have the store up. Brandon is about to show off the beanie that finally came in. You're doing head- it over the headphones. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah.
1: Let's let's uh.
0: Yeah, we'll let you model it here. So now that Brandon has his hat on, we can we can come back in here and talk through this. So you can donate CSRM.org backslash donate. That money goes towards Misfits. It also goes towards all the work CSRM is doing. Just make sure you select Andrew Fouts in the drop down menu. You can also give through Buy Me a Coffee. It's buymeacoffee.com backslash ministry misfits, as well as our cash app, which the link is in our bio link. You can still go buy some stuff from the store, which That's we great. have some awesome stuff. Like
1: this hat, this nice beanie right here. The nice the, beanie like, that Brandon oh. finally
0: got on once he realized he needed to take off his headphones. For the cold winter. That's right. You can also still buy the Tikva tea That is still in the store. Again, 70% of the profit from that goes back to Tikva to support the work they're doing, which did you see what they did uh, this week? Or maybe it was last week. Well, I don't know. I can't remember when it was when we released this. Their uh, Facebook post? Yeah. I saw part of it. I don't know if Yeah, they were able to get a partnership with the YMCA for free swim lessons for the kids. So they're doing after school swim lessons oh, yeah, the with ki- the kids. Yeah. The
1: kids were I was there last Monday. The kids were very excited to know that on Tuesday they were going swimming. Yeah. Uh, also so they're saw probably some pictures going Pictures of a kid getting dunked on. Yes. They're having a Christmas party, so that is not happening. I'll be there oh, later okay. later this week to participate in the Christmas party. Maybe I'll uh, go share, live a little bit yeah share esther four or something with the kids and see their
0: reaction as long as you don't don't do hosea one with kids <laughs> of that age i'm just saying that that would not go over well so anyway we'll see how brandon does tomorrow we're slowly working his way back Six up and a half that's right so day 10 tomorrow we will see you all then <laughs>